the seats and remember if you have young people who want to be in kids camp good time to take them otherwise let them stay here that's okay by us glad that you're here all right well hopefully you grabbed one of these when you came in did you grab one of those yeah if you look at the front of that for a minute I know the lights are kind of down for you but uh, if you look at the front of that it says uh, dumping destructive behavior Memorial Day that looks kind of bad doesn't it I mean, obviously, there's something missing, right? I mean, it's like you wouldn't say dumping destructive behavior, so get rid of Memorial Day. I mean, obviously, something is wrong here, right? Something is missing. Somebody obviously forgot to put in one of the most important words, right? Dumping destructive behavior, and there ought to be a word there, and then acknowledging Memorial Day, right? But... Somebody forgot the most important part of the front page, the word for the day. You know what the word for the day is? Forgetfulness. Thank you. Well done. Yes, he didn't forget. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what we're going to talk about today is, I mean, you know, after all, this is a weekend about remembering, right? It's a weekend about remembering. And what we have to understand is in our lives, we also have remembering, but we also have forgetfulness. Now, I've got to be clear. I'm not talking today about this forgetfulness that uh, we experience when we uh, walk down the stairs to the basement and, you know, you get to the bottom of the stairs and then you say, right? Am I the only one? Yeah, you don't have stairs in your house, so you don't have that, huh? Right? I mean, that, that happens, right? Or you, you get up and the... And, and you, you, know, you make your way to the kitchen and, and, right? Now, I'm not talking about that kind of forgetfulness. I mean, we all have that, right? I mean, that just happens in life. It's just the way it is because we just all experience that. No, I'm talking about the behavior of forgetfulness that forgets the important things. That gets pushed to the side because of the, the busyness of our life, the hectic nature of our life, you know, everything that goes on and the other things that crush in and crowd in and push in. And so what happens to us is we get into a behavior where we forget what's most important. We get into a behavior of just forgetting what's really valuable and what's really important like this weekend. There's going to be all kinds of activity that comes into the weekend and all kinds of families and houses and backyards throughout the country. But the risk is we will forget the most important thing. Uh, maybe this cartoon can, uh, can help you uh, capture that idea. Hot dogs, bratwurst, hamburgers, is there anything I forgot? What is he forgetting? Oh, the most important thing of what the weekend is about. The most important thing of remembering. Remembering the sacrifice that people have accomplished for us so that we can be in this room this morning and we can talk openly and freely about the amazing love found in Jesus Christ. It'd be easy to let the busyness and the activity and the Indy 500 and the baseball games and all the other stuff and the hockey playoffs, let that all kind of crowd into the weekend and the yard work and, you know, all that stuff. 
and not take time to remember what's most important about this weekend. Remembering, remembering, remembering the sacrifice that was accomplished for us. This is the behavior God wants us to put on, the behavior of remembering. See, our destructive behavior is that behavior of forgetfulness, of forgetting what's really important in life, forgetting what's really valuable in our day, forgetting those relationships should be the the most important that we give our time to, forgetting the presence of God in our life and what He's accomplished in Jesus Christ. You know how it goes? And instead letting forgetfulness move in and be captured by the busyness of our world. Now God knows that we are prone to that forgetfulness. Let me take you to uh, Exodus 3. This is in the experience when God had recruited Moses to go down to Egypt. And he, he was sending Moses down to Egypt so that he could go down there and free his uh, people from slavery under Pharaoh. And before Moses goes, after he finally accepts the challenge, before he goes, he asks God a question. He says, now, if I go do this, God, who should I tell them? sent me down here. Here is God's response. God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. Let's pause there for a minute. What did God just do in that interaction? Didn't he remind Moses, and in so doing, isn't his intent to remind the people of Israel not only what his name is, but remember what he's done. Remember, I'm the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Remember, I'm the God that called Abraham and blessed him. Remember, I'm the God that preserved Isaac. Remember, I'm the God that brought blessing on Jacob. Remember, remember, remember. Not just my name. But remember who I am and what I have done. You see, he's sending Moses down there to accomplish this great thing, but he sends him down there to also remind the people of Israel. Remember. Remember who God is. And God is a God that gets involved in personal lives like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Remember. You see, God understands us, doesn't he? that we are so prone to forget. And so when he sends Moses down there, he says, remember. It even literally says that. If you go on, he says, this is my name forever, the name by which I am to be, what? Remembered, right? The name by which I am to be remembered from generation to generation. What does God want us to do? He wants us to remember, to put on that behavior that remembers how incredible and awesome God is every single day from generation to generation. That He is the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob and He is the God of our forefathers and He is the God who has gone before us in every generation. Remember, remember, remember the faith of your parents, remember the faith of your grandparents, Remember the faith of all those who have gone before us. Remember how faithful God has been and continues to be. 
See, we need to take off the destructive behavior of that forgetfulness that gets wrapped up in the busyness of our day and instead put on the behavior that remembers, that just remembers every single day how awesome God is. God wants us to do this. And because he knows that we are forgetful, he gives us ways to remember. At least he did to the people of Israel. When he sent Moses down there, the plagues came along, and Pharaoh said, you can go. And he said, no, you can't go. And then a plague came along, you can go. No, you can't go. Until finally the last plague, when the angel of death came. And God gave instructions on how the angel of death was to come, but to pass over the the houses with the blood of the lamb on the doorpost. You remember the story? But that night, that night when the angel of death came and passed over, was a special night, not simply because of what God was doing, but it was also established as a memorial night. It says in Exodus 12, And this day shall be to you for a memorial. See that? And this day shall be to you for a memorial. You shall keep it as long as as a feast of the Lord throughout your generation. Keep it as an ordinance forever. What does God want the people of Israel to do? He wants them to remember. And to help them remember, He gives them a memorial. To help them remember, He gives them some significant activity and experience that's called Passover so that they'll never forget. So they won't get trapped in the forgetfulness. But something will come along and the memorial will be there and they'll say, oh yeah, we remember to get them back into that behavior of remembering. We know this is true in our culture. We know, especially on this Memorial Day weekend, the importance of memorials, right? All you have to do is go to Washington, D.C. and and walk around and and you see the importance of memorials like uh, this one here, the World War II Memorial, one of the newer memorials out there. Uh, Just you can't walk around there and not remember the sacrifice that people gave for our freedom. Or the next one, the Korean War Memorial. You you just can't walk through that without remembering, right? Yeah. Uh, Or the next one, the Vietnam uh, Memorial. You just can't look at that and not remember, right? In fact, one of the interesting things about the uh, Vietnam Veterans Memorial, uh, it was dedicated in 1982. And in the first 15 years that the wall was in place, 54,000 items were left at the base of the wall. It takes them almost an hour every night to pick up all of the items that were left. Mementos, teddy bears, photographs, letters from children to their dads or their grandpas. Why is that happening? Well, it's a memorial with memorials. Because it's not just names on a wall, it's people's lives. And that's what we remember. We remember through these memorials the action of people's lives who sacrificed for us so that we can be free. The newest and most interesting memorials for us in our culture in our day today is is the next one. It's the USS New York. Uh, I don't know if you know about the USS USS New York. It was commissioned on November 7th, 2009. What's interesting about the ship is that the front bow contains 7.5 tons of steel that they recovered from the the World Trade Center. Out of that steel, uh, they made the ship. 
And the motto of the ship is, never forget. Never forget. Interestingly, there's two other sister ships that are made are being made right now. One of them is the uh, USS Arlington, uh, and it's being made from steel from the Pentagon. And the other one is the uh, USS Somerset, and it's being made from the steel of the cranes that move the uh, the uh, wreckage of flight uh, uh, was it flight 93 uh, that went down. Why is why do we do that? Why do we do that? Because we need to remember. And memorials help us remember. Never forget. It is a behavior that we need to put onto ourselves to make sure we don't forget. Not only forget this, not forget this weekend and the sacrifice that has been laid down for our freedom, but as people of God, to put on the behavior where we're, we, we remember, we intentionally remember what God has done for us. His amazing love and grace and the sacrifice that Jesus Christ was willing to give for us. You see this throughout Scripture where, where the people of God are intentional about remembering and making memorials. If you go to Joshua 4, in Joshua 4 is the experience where the people of God have wandered in the wilderness and they cross over the Jordan and they're going in to take over the land that's been promised to them. And, and here's what uh, God tells them to do. Go over before the ark of the Lord, uh, your God, into the middle of the Jordan. And each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of Israel, to serve as a sign among you. These stones are to be what? A memorial. See it? A memorial to the people of Israel forever. What's happening? The people are crossing over the Jordan. You remember the story. God opens up the Jordan River. The people walk over on dry ground. And God says to them, now, when you're going over, make sure that a person from every tribe picks up a big stone and takes it into the promised land. And out of those 12 stones, you build a memorial so that nobody can forget what I've accomplished for you on this day. You see, memorials remind us. They remind us. And that memorial was there to remind the people of Israel how God preserved them in the wilderness and how he, he took them over into the promised land. And why did they need it? Because forgetfulness was so close. You see, when they got into the promised land, they were going to be in houses. When they got into the promised land, they were going to have olive uh, gardens. When they got into the promised land, they were going to have vineyards. When they got into the promised land, they were, for the first time in their life, going to have comfort. And in their comfort, they could become forgetful. And the memorial was built to remind them who brought them to the promised land. What I want to encourage you today is to uh, not only take advantage of this weekend to remember what Memorial Day is all about, but to also take advantage this weekend to remember, to remember the important things, to remember how God has worked in your life and in your family's life and those who have gone before you that have brought you to this place in life and to take off that old behavior of forgetfulness and put on this new behavior and to find for yourselves some memorials.
I mean, God warns us to not be forgetful. In Deuteronomy 6, he says, be careful. Be careful of what? Well, be careful not to forget, right? Be be careful not to forget the Lord who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. You must fear the Lord your God and serve him. When you take an oath, you must use use only his name. You must not worship any of the gods in the neighboring nations. For the Lord your God who lives among you is jealous God. He is angry and will flare up against you and you'll be wiped out from the face of the earth. Sound serious? See how important it is to remember? What I would encourage you to do is look around and think about having memorials in your own life that help you remember and keep focused on the important things of what God has done for you. Let me me give you an example from my own life. I've got a a couple of them that I I grabbed here. Uh, This is one uh, one of my memorials right here. Um, this is Bernice Peterson's uh, Bible. Now, you don't know Bernice Peterson, but I do. Bernice was an awesome saint of the Lord. She's gone to be with the Lord already, but she was an incredible, faithful person of God. And her husband, Ali, he was an awesome churchman, just a great, faithful guy in the Lord. And they had the most awesome marriage. They were the oldest people I knew who were the youngest people in love. They just had a great marriage with, with each other. And they were faith-filled. Just I poured out of them all the time. I remember being in the in the uh, in the uh, ICU with uh, Bernice when she went to see Ollie after he had his heart attack, and and I got the privilege. What a gift! I got the privilege to be there and to watch them be tender with each other and listen to Ollie tell her that he was going to go and be with the Lord, that he wasn't going to survive the heart attack. And that, that he shared with her his, his love for her and, and his love for the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, it was an awesome gift. And I, and I got to be with Bernice when she was in her last days and in her last hours. And before she um, left the world, she picked up her Bible and she gave it to me and she wanted me to have her word. You know what this is? This is one of the stones from the River Jordan for me. Because I remember the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Bernice and Ali. I remember the faithfulness and the power and the strength that comes from being in relationship with the God of the universe in Jesus Christ. Isn't that an awesome stone? See, I've got another one too. Um, this is uh, uh, the Bible was given to me by e- Elena Olson and. Uh, Elena was really a, a great, uh, interesting person, too, in my life. And that uh, I get a call one day, uh, just out of the blue, and asked if I would do a funeral. And, uh, of course, I did. And uh, it was for her husband. And, uh, you know, after the funeral, I visited with Elena, and I found out that, that she really didn't have a faith. She really had never really given herself to Christ to be Lord and Savior. And so I, I visited with her, and I shared the gospel with her, and and we got this Bible for her, and, and we read the Bible together, you know. And, and eventually, uh, she really became in relationship with Christ to, to love the Lord, right? Now, what's so interesting about that is Elena was 70-some years old. She was 70-some years old when I, when I first started sharing uh, the Word with her. And it was so fascinating. Afterwards, she would get up on Sunday morning, and she would take a cab to come to church. Because she didn't want to be anywhere else but at church with the people of God. Isn't that awesome? And she gave me her Bible. 
too before uh, before her life came to a close and she went to be with the Lord, you know. Uh, and and she wanted me to have it just because I was the uh, the one I guess that really shared the word with her. And and you know what this Bible is for me though? It's a stone. It's a memorial stone. It reminds me of her and it reminds me of a truth that I can never forget that one is never too old to come in relationship with Jesus Christ. That coming in relationship with Jesus Christ and His church isn't about how young you are or how old you are. It's about remembering and coming to know the incredible sacrifice of Jesus Christ and His love for you. You see, that's a memorial stone, isn't it? And that's what we need to remember. We need to develop in our faith lives and in our faith walk these memorial stones, these things that help us just remember and not get lost in the busyness of life. Why is it important? If we look at the Joshua 4 passage, we can, we can pull out of that Joshua 4 passage some significant things that help us if we, we develop these memorials in our lives, these things that help us. One is if you, if you do this and you put on remembering in this way, you're going to increase your faith. It says in Joshua 4, So you might fear the Lord your God. Why are they setting up the stones? Well, they're setting up the stones so they'll remember. And when they remember, they're going to remember everything. They're not just going to remember one day when they cross the River Jordan. They're going to remember how incredible, how awesome, how faithful God is. They're going to remember everything that God had accomplished in their lives and their hands. They're going to increase their faith. And when that time of challenge comes, you'll remember that God is a God who perseveres and overcomes. And it will renew and strengthen and encourage your faith. We need memorials like this because it also gives us a chance to teach the next generation. The text says they put the stones there. Why? Because in the future, your children will ask, what do these stones mean? Then you can tell them. You see, I've got those memorial stones about Elena and about Bernice. Why? Well, so I can tell people how awesome their faith life was, what incredible saints they were, and be able to teach other people and show them your life can be that too. That you can have the strength of Ollie Peterson and, and be able to say, it's okay, I'm ready to go be with the Lord for eternity. You can have the strength of those kind of saints, no matter what you're facing in life, but somebody's got to teach you and help you understand. And those stones were put there to teach us and tell us to remember what God has done in the past. The other thing they do is they increase our witness. It says in the text, He did this so all the nations of the earth might know that the Lord's hand is powerful. How many nations? All the nations of the earth, right? You see, when you develop this memory, when you get this remembering and these faith memorials in your life, then you're going to be able to remember for yourself and you're going to be able to share that with other people. It becomes the opportunity to share your witness. One of the things we're going to encourage you, uh, uh, come September, we're, we're probably going to roll out in front of you, and, and so get ready for this. It's just like a little thing. Let me give you an example. It's like if you have a picture of like Christ Church, a cool one, you know, we'll get you a cool one, but a cool picture of Christ Church, and you just have that sitting in your house. Well, what good is that? Well, it's not for you, but when you have friends over and somebody sees the picture, it becomes a memorial where you can begin to say to them, oh yeah, that's my church, it's an awesome place, let me tell you about it. You see, you may not have been able to tell them about it 
until you had some kind of memorial that said, oh yeah, remember. You see how it works? Setting up those memorials give you the opportunity to be able to witness and talk about it. The last thing is those memorials also increase our ability to sacrifice. Here's what Paul said. And you are living stones that God is building into a spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priest. Through the meditation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. It's Memorial Day weekend. We know, we remember the sacrifice that was laid down for us. We know we are so blessed to live in this land where we can gather and talk about Christ openly. And it came at the cost of people's lives. Remember. Remember and be willing to sacrifice yourself. Remember and be willing to sacrifice because others have sacrificed for you. You see, those memorials remind us of this call to sacrifice on our own life. Here's the last word for the day. As you're over this weekend and you're looking for those memorials in your life to be able to to build that, that remembering behavior, remember it helps you, it strengthens you, it encourages you, and it also helps your children and your children's children remember. I don't know about you. I don't have a lot of memories of my dad. I mean, he died when when I was really young. And uh, you, you know what I have memories of? I have memories of the stories that are connected to pictures that I've seen. Anybody like me? Right? You remember there's a picture, and so you look at the picture, and because you have the picture, you've got a memory of an experience. Isn't that the way it works? You see, that picture is a a memorial that helps you remember. We need those memorials that help us remember how awesome God is and how He's worked in the lives of people who have gone before us. Proverbs 10 says, Good people are remembered long after they are gone, but the wicked are soon forgotten. Take off forgetfulness. Put on remembering. We're going to do that just for a minute today, just because it's Memorial Day weekend, and we want to have our heads in the right place for this weekend and our hearts in the right place. I want to invite you just to watch the screens. Just take it in and take it as an opportunity to get refocused in the weekend and to remember. Remember the sacrifice of others and remember the sacrifice of Christ.
history makers in this world. Is it true today? True today?